In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required. Episode 7, Trey-In Tournament. I am your host, Pat Benson. I'm here with my main man, Colin Madden. Colin, how you doing today? I'm not going to say I'm the only one who called it, but I haven't found anyone else who called it other than me. You were at least the first person to call it. <laughs> you, were at least, I, I'm, you know what? It's a beautiful day in Atlanta. Back-to-back playing champs. Bringing home the hardware. So that was super exciting. The Atlanta Hawks defeated the Miami Heat. They exercised some demons. Uh, 116-105 in Miami. And like we said, like half-jokingly last episode, yeah, I think the Hawks will beat Miami. Just basically because like they're due. You, You know, they've been the big brother in the Southeast Division for so long. And we're like, well, statistically speaking, a team can't win 100% of the time. And uh, yeah, man, so it it was great. What were some of the main things that jumped out to you? Yeah, it definitely felt like we were due um, (laughs) coming up to the game just because 17-0, the ESPN analyst, that is crazy. And then even in the TNT preview with Shaq and Chuck, Chuck bet him a billion dollars and Shaq, ah, you know, just put him right in his place. It was awesome. But uh, that was that was crazy. The billion dollar bet on the Hawks, man. I I love the Hawks, but bro, I'm not betting one dollar on them. (laughs) Shout out to Shaq for always repping for the Hawks, though. He's always going to make sure that we don't get completely shit on on TNT. And then Ernie being a Hawks fan, he'll uh, he'll, I'm sure behind the scenes they talk a little bit. But anyway, to the game, dude, we played. That might have been our best game of the year. One thing that I think really stood out to me was after the game, Spolstra in the postgame presser, he said that Quinn Schneider really found an identity for this team. Mm. Um, and whether I think that's true or not is one thing, but the fact that a very smart coach who used to have our number is saying it, like it just makes so much more sense that it looks like we have not necessarily an advantage in the coaching perspective, but we have someone who's able to spice it up and throw new things out there that causes other coaches to, you know, have to really think about, oh, this isn't the same thing I saw last time. I need to adjust and all that. And I think, I really think it was Quinn who won us this game. I mean, we had like nine players and double figures. No, I totally, I think Quinn was our most valuable player. And he exactly. even suited up. I mean, the, the Hawks lose that game if Nate McMillan is still the coach. No he's doubt. Over there with his arms crossed on the sideline. And he's, and you know what? He's a good coach for a veteran-laden team. Like, he would be perfect for, like, a LeBron team where you can sit back and let the players cut. Yeah. But this team is too young. They need someone to hold their hands through certain situations. And I retweeted, like, people can go back and find this tweet from, I believe his name is Steph No for Sporting yeah. News. Mm-hmm. And he did a really good job. He spliced together, like, this 10-second clip 
of a play between the Hawks and the Heat. And uh, you can see Quinn Snyder active on the sideline. He spotted something. He calls it out to his team. And before the play is even complete, he turns around and he's pumping his fist because he yeah. knows he got him. Boom, Okongwu throws down. He's like, I told you guys forward. about that. That's it right there. That was that was it. That's it. We need a technician as a coach. We need somebody who can tinker with the offense and defense and go back at halftime and say, okay, you know what? We got to change this. We got to do that. Or even like on the fly. And that's what Quinn Snyder is so good at. And yeah, I, I, the, I just don't believe the Hawks win that game if not for right. Snyder. And also, huge credit to the players. They came out and they set the tone early. They were playing with a, a level of intensity we are not familiar with seeing from them. Yeah, he he got the lead. Of, I think it was like four or three or something. And then we <laughs> had it the rest of the game. Uh, going back to what I said before, it was seven Hawks in double figures. But one of the Hawks not in double figures was Clint Capella with 21 rebounds. So it felt like <laughs> that's 21 boards. <laughs> absolutely annihilated them on the glass. And yeah, so that was huge. That's I think that was one of the biggest pieces where we mm-hmm. just really, you know, hammered them was on the glass, especially the offensive glass. Mm-hmm. We're getting those putbacks, people cutting to the basket when someone got a rebound. Oh, it was just, mm-hmm. it was just beautiful basketball. It, it really was. And you know, Trey didn't have his most efficient game, but he still had a darn good game. Exactly. 25, 25 points, eight rebounds, seven assists. And of course, he struggled from outside. He was one of eight from three, but take away his threes and he's seven of 11 from the field, wheeled his way to the foul line several times. So, you know what? I don't care if his shot wasn't going. Yep. Winner, winners win. Exactly. And we shot terribly from the free throw line, too. From three and from the free throw line, we did not shoot the ball well. But it was just our second effort, getting the rebound, putting it back up, all of that, hustling back on D. Those are just things that Quinn's implemented that, you know, make us a better team. No doubt. So got up by 24 points in the first half, and yeah. I was ready to start. What did you talking. What did you think with about a couple minutes left in the third quarter? What was your feeling? So I was ready at first in the second quarter. I was ready to start talking real spicy online, but then I was like, hold up. Like, it's a long game. And yeah. so, of course, Miami – Atlanta really doesn't close the first half strong. They open the door back open for Miami – and they go on a nice little, I want to say like a 9-2 run to finish uh-huh. the first half. They come out of the third quarter hot. Tyler Hero um, got a couple buckets. And then it's like, wow, this this is the game again. It's, it's deja vu all over again. Here comes Big Brother, you know, coming to snatch our lunch money or whatever. So um, I don't know why your Big Brother would snatch your lunch money. You have the same mom. So that, <laughs> that's not the perfect analogy. They knew what you meant. They knew what you meant. Exactly. So either way, um, your boy Kyle Lowry. How about I know. That? I got. I got to eat a little shit here. I'm. You know. I yeah. literally said he's not a rotation player anymore. Last episode. So he rotated. I guess he's still good. I guess he's still good. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. We got to give it to him. I mean, that was such a great game by Kyle Lowry. Unbelievable. Yeah, but it's one of those things. Like, well, okay, if Kyle Lowry beats us, then we got to just tip Six, our hat. Sixty-eight percent from the field. Six. Six for nine from three. I mean, that is stupid. I saw a lot of Heat fans, they were down on Bam Adebayo for uh, getting out-rebounded the way he did. But then again, like, they don't get to where they're at in the seat. Like, he I've carries always, them so well. Yes, I've always – Bam always – I've always thought Bam's a little overrated. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, looking at Anyeka, that's – I could see Bam the type of player that he kind of develops into. I was kind of thinking about oh, that yeah. on Tuesday. Yeah. They could they have a very similar build, very similar style with, you know, great defender and rebounder and – going to stay in the paint area so 
you know, I, that's one thing I took away from just that kind of matchup. Yeah, dude, we we just played so well, and we it's crazy that we can shoot the ball that poorly from three and from the free throw line and still be up the entire game. Like that's not something that happened all year. That's exactly right. Because shot the ball bad, it was it was over. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Because both those are true indicators of how your shooting's going that night, foul line and three pointer, and it just wasn't going. Uh, but you you hit on it earlier. We had uh, let's see, seven players in double digits. All four players off the bench scored in double digits. Sadiq Bay, man, I just love his. He's just a gamer. He's yep. young, but he just seems completely immune to pressure and uh, just does little things defense, rebounding. And uh, of course, he can shoot the lights out when he's hot. So that was super exciting. DeAndre Hunter struggled. I was surprised because yep. historically speaking, he plays well. Like we saw what he did last year. Uh, is that you think it's just a one off with Dre or what happened? I mean, I honestly wasn't too surprised. Uh, I think Dre hasn't been really playing well recently. Even when he does, it's just strictly ISO ball. I feel like he mm-hmm. used to be a lot more of a cutter and, you know, not necessarily a passer, but more of a playmaker in general, just doing stuff off ball. Um, another thing that I love that Quinn does is, mm-hmm. you know, John and Dre aren't really having the best games. Well, mm-hmm. guess what? Our bench is going off. So let's make sure to keep Sadiq. Sadiq had 33 minutes and Dre had 23. Like that is, that would never, ever, ever happen in a Nate McMillan game ever. No, no, Nate no, sticks to who he put out there and sorry, that's who I decided. And that's what I decided before. And that's what I decided. It's just, it's so refreshing to have Quinn be able to adjust on the fly and be able to be like like last game, I think that Inyeka probably had 25 minutes and Clinton had about 22 or 21. This game, Clint had 28 and Yeka had 19 because Clint's getting a million rebounds. Like he's so good at adjusting during the game with his minutes and his subs, and he doesn't care about what he thought before a game. It's he's in the moment, and it's so fun to like just watch that exactly two more things about the coaches one i love the video the hawks tweeted out after the game it was a snyder talking to his players in the mm-hmm. locker room and like every third word was bleeped out because yeah. he was just dropping f-bomb after f-bomb and i was like wow i'm surprised y'all can even tweet that like i don't know how that video is even like usable mm-hmm. so that was funny obviously i mean they're roaming they're in the locker room it's going to happen and it's just so funny to see a team tweet that out yeah, usually and, they'll like cut it a little more. So you may yeah, exactly usually yeah. you cut it and you'll splice it together, but not every third word was like, that's effing awesome. That's how you effing do it. You know, so that was great. Speaking of coaches, speaking of McMillan's, we had a little bit of drama on the sidelines. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Jamel McMillan, obviously not a huge deal. Like this happens. Like I understand players and players and players and coaches, like they go at it, like they bark at each other, like the way we send passive aggressive emails at work with our coworkers, sure. they cuss each other out. Like that's like that text, like that text I sent you before this. Yeah, exactly. And I get hard, I get mad because like you don't send like we get mad because you don't send like a heart emoji back. Like, <laughs> like, oh, he didn't heart my my text. I'm mad. So no, um, it's like that. But with like f bombs and mm. there are cameras everywhere, so I get it. But it is like. Um, Pretty funny that it was Nate McMillan's son. What do you think? Washington what do you think? What do you think they're talking about? Uh, it was that final possession. So uh, I, I guess they didn't. It, it was a blown possession. A lot of people are saying Trey should have passed the ball to Jay. I think it was Jalen Johnson who was open. Mm-hmm. And it was just it was a bad final possession. And uh, yeah, so I'm not exactly sure. I can't read lips. Yeah. So I'm sure that was the crux of the argument. 
But then Trey shot back and said something, and then you can see uh, Jamel turn around with this wild look on his face, like, whatever, dude, I'm not. So shout out to TNT for getting that on camera. I know it kind of was swept under the rug. We didn't really, it didn't really go up on Twitter because we won, so no one cared. But it was, it was definitely. I saw it live too, and I was like, that was something. That was not yeah, nothing. Yeah, no doubt. It was. It felt a little like acrimonious. Kind of forget was. that Jamel is still on the staff, and you're like, oh yeah, what? Well, because Bally stopped interviewing him during, you know, after his uh, dad was let go. Uh, you know, they always interview the assistants yeah. at halftime, like, and he used to be a regular. Like, that's not. They have not interviewed him since his father was, um, you know, part of ways with the organization. So yeah, so that was crazy. So anyway. Uh, the Atlanta Hawks back-to-back playing champs hang the banner I'm ready to do it right now and uh, now it's time to get ready for the Boston Celtics bro first game of the series against the two-seed Celtics Saturday April 15th 3 30 p.m give me your initial thoughts so you know don't love the matchup uh don't really love the fact that we're playing Jason Tatum in the first round that's not fun but I will say the media is doing the same thing they did for the playing game mm-hmm. loving all that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that we could definitely keep it competitive at least to six. Um, yeah. if we play like we did, especially in that last game, um, everyone's saying gentlemen sweep. So I think that we're going to play it a little closer than that. Yeah. I mean, I'm pumped. Any idea the gardener, Jalen Brown, what is, uh, <laughs> the gardener. Healthy? Yeah. I think I remember hearing – I need to go back and find out. I think I remember hearing that he'd be all right by the first round. It and, can't be comfortable, though. He had stitches in his so, hand at a minimum, you know? Yeah, no doubt. That's going to definitely mess with his shot a little bit. But you hit, you hit the nail on the head. You said Jason Tatum. Man, he is just a force of nature. He reminds me of, like, Carmelo Anthony 2.0. Yeah. So big, so hard to guard, scores at all three levels. So, yeah, honestly – Pretty nervous. Like, I'm probably going to go with the experts on this one and say gentlemen sweep. But you you play – you play the that's why you play the game. You don't um, play it on spreadsheets or on podcasts. So, who knows? Anything could happen. Crazy yeah, it's a real tough happen. matchup. But, you know, we are playing well. So, let's just – I just would love to just see that same team that we saw the last game out there. That's all you can really ask for. Yeah, that, that's it. Come out, Come out there and play hard every game leave it all on the floor. And I don't think Hawks fans will be mad at that. Exactly. No, no go out there, lay some eggs and um, embarrass. Yeah. Get shit on four out of five games. Yeah. We're not going to be thrilled. Yeah, exactly. We don't want a repeat of last year's series against the Miami heat, but man, I swear, like, I know it's just a playing game, but being the Miami heat felt really good. Like that had to have felt. And I think it felt good for Trey just, yeah. You know, he really took a victory lap after the game on social you could media. Tell, you could tell by the comments at the podium and on social media after the game. That he yeah, so that, 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 was, that was sweet. I think let's go in, let's win a couple games against Boston, and you're building something in the right direction. And this, totally. this season that was a complete shaping up to be a complete disaster is starting to look and smell a little bit better than it did. Yeah, totally. Let's just go out there, be competitive. Have some guys, um, you know, we got a few guys on the team who've never been in the playoffs, you know, Sadiq, DeJounte, Jalen, AJ, let them go out there, get a little playoff experience and, you know, build off of that too. So have you talked to our boss, John, see if he's going to comp uh, some plane tickets for us to fly to Boston, boots on the ground and report? <laughs> I have not. And I would go out on a limb and say that's probably 
not gonna happen but hey an email, email might not hurt you know what you don't know if you don't ask so that, that's <laughs> no we'll be we'll be there um boots on the ground when game three and game four come back to atlanta doing some hardcore serious reporting as we are known to do we uh, we lead the industry we lead the journalism industry so of course uh Looking forward to that when this series comes back to Atlanta. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to take a look around the hardwood. All right, we are back. Time to take a look around the hardwood. So the Hawks heat game, that was not the only game played on, uh, on what was it, Tuesday night? Mm-hmm. So uh, the Lakers-Timberwolves, and uh, that was – by all accounts, a pretty ugly game. Yeah. Lakers come back, though. They win in overtime. They knock off the Timberwolves. Give me your thoughts on that game. It was – I watched the whole thing. It was very entertaining. Um, But it, but as the Chuck and Shaq said on TNT, awful basketball. <laughs> it was turnovers and bad passes and bad defense and all this stuff. But I'll tell you, I was definitely entertained. I honestly, before the game, I picked Minnesota just because everyone was yeah. on the Lakers, and mm-hmm. I, was, I, I really thought they were going to win. They really collapsed. I was kind of surprised because the because the Lakers they came back, but it's not like they cra- clawed and scratched their way back. They just kind of were there and just kept kept going. And Timberwolves kind of self imploded. Kind of hard to believe Minnesota lacked the fortitude and the foundation <laughs> to that they would just fall apart. Like that seems totally out of character for them without without Rudy Gobert, Jaden yeah. McDaniels injured. But I guess crazier things have happened. So that was that was cool. So LeBron and Lakers are going to face uh, John Moran and the Grizzlies uh, in the first round, and I think that one's got upset written all over it. Yeah, we'll, you know we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Last night, uh, going back to the Eastern Conference. Zach Levine powered the Chicago Bulls to yeah. victory over the Toronto Raptors. That one totally caught me by surprise. I'd mm-hmm. already bet the house, basically. Yeah, yeah. You, we were already talking about the Hawks-Raptors matchup in uh, yeah. the 8-9 game. Levine was making some crazy shots, too. I mean, 22, 12-22 from the field. I mean, wow, man, that's that's so impressive. And I, I would look over. I was kind of like double watching the break. Yeah and the the bulls raptors mm. i would peek over every time i look over levine's got the ball in his hands and he's driving and he kicks you know he was just yeah. he, he was running the offense and he i mean that's he's probably the reason why they won 39 points from levine and then demar DeRozan's daughter's defense from the <laughs> from the, from the uh, seats that was awesome we got a new new meme thanks to demar DeRozan's daughter she was screaming at the players while they're shooting free throws so that was awesome and toronto is another one of those teams that just they seem like they imploded, kind of like Minnesota. Like Nick Nurse appears to be out of there. Uh, if you, if you, you know, I don't know, if you read the tea leaves, that appears to be happening pretty soon. So Toronto really just blew up, and uh, I, I feel pretty confident Miami will beat Chicago unless Miami's the next team to blow up. What are your thoughts on Miami Chicago on Friday night? You would think that they're going to have a packed house, but are they? There's probably oh, hell no. going there, oh, you know, a Friday night in Miami Heat playing. playing? winner go home game you would think you know from the outside looking in maybe 
Oh wow, the heat. You know, that's a big. They really care about the heat down there. No, there's going to be no one there. I bet. And I could, I could honestly see it going either way because I don't think the heat care at all at this point. Mm-hmm. But going back to the Raptors, do you think they might blow the team up a little bit after this offseason? I, I think you're right. I think they are, especially if Nick Nurse is gone. Like, don't be surprised. Like Pascal Siakam is the next one to go, or Fred yeah. VanVleet, or or something. Because I, I don't know what happened there, but obviously Kawhi Leonard leaving that hurt. But they were still competitive. Yeah, and then this season was just disastrous. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what their future holds. They could go a couple different ways about it. I guess. Um, man, the, I think the Heat are going to lose to the Bulls, but. That's just one man's opinion. I hope they do. I hope they do. And then we can dance on their graves. Another team heading it, two teams diverging in different directions, Oklahoma City Thunder, New Orleans Pelicans. OKC defeats and eliminates New Orleans 123-118. Zion didn't play. So that was basically it. Zion, last play, had a great start to the season, injured his hamstring in January. We never saw him again. Yeah, I think the Pelicans front office low-key wanted to lose that game so that they didn't have to deal with getting yeah. offs in their fans. Oh, can Zion play this? Oh, can Zion play that? Yeah. And they're just like, let's just get to the offseason and deal with it again next year. Man, that just seems to be their playbook, though, every year. Let's just get to the offseason. Because they already paid him, too. So what are they going to do at this point? I, I don't know. But what could be so wrong with, like, a hamstring? I know they hinted at condition, conditioning and confidence in conditioning. Yeah, I, I, I heard I, Zion in an interview. Zion in an interview said, I quote, I don't feel like Zion. It's like, okay, oh. what is 80% of Zion? That's still yeah. a great NBA player. So who gives a shit? Get out there. So I don't, I don't understand if it's – little bit of both combo or if mm-hmm. just the front mm-hmm. office shutting him down or if they're on the same page with it it's a weird situation that's a good point i'd like to know if they're like splitting heads and if they're like knocking heads or mm-hmm. if they're in agreement because I that's, think what they're you would assume. that's what you would assume but maybe not i think they're in agreement because remember last year this time he was uploading videos of him doing like 360 windmill dunks like i'm fine whereas this year it's more like i'm not myself I don't know. That's strange. Meanwhile, Oklahoma City Thunder, they are the NBA's uh, global warming. They are climate change. It is an impending disaster that we're just overlooking because of all these great young players they have and all these future draft picks they have. They're going to be a problem, and uh, it's cool. But you know what? If nothing else, it's cool to see a small market. It's funny how they have two – they drafted two guys both named Jalen Williams, and they're both in their starting lineup playing well. That's how many draft picks they have. That the simulation, the computer simulation, <laughs> is running out of computer generated yeah. names. It's like it's like uh, when you play a Madden franchise or two K franchise. Like Forty years. Get, yeah, get get a few seasons down, and they ran out of names. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, whoa, whoa, what? Yeah, the simulation. Oklahoma City. Not only are they going to break the NBA, they're breaking the simulation. So that's gonna be that's gonna be cool. I think they're obviously duh. Like they've got a super bright future. So that's gonna be exciting to see. They're gonna play. Um, Minnesota Timberwolves, Friday, April 14th, 9.30, after Chicago, after Miami. Chicago and Miami matchup in Miami. So, yeah, man, I'm excited. Saturday's going to be exciting. We got four NBA games, Brooklyn-Philly, Atlanta-Boston, New York-Cleveland, Golden State-Sacramento. Anything anything we're missing? Anything the fans want to hear? Man, I just – I'm pumped for the playoffs. NBA play, – people forget about the NBA until the playoffs. It'll be yeah. a lot more in the main spotlight with the media and all that sort of a thing and – casual people talking about it and all that and it's just it's just fun it's a fun watches man so i'm i'm pumped for the playoffs yeah and the organization makes a lot of money like they really rake in the money if you can make it to the playoffs like hopefully i don't know hopefully that uh, helps uncle tony wrestler 
Yeah, get, get a little bit of money and uh, a little bit more spending power. So yeah, we're about Landry, Landry and uh, Kyle Corver walking up to him after the game or as the game was yep. ending. It was awesome. The, the Miami Heat fans are leaving. We see our little front office crew walking down to the owner. I, I love it. They deserve it, honestly. I know, um, you know, we're pretty tough on Tony Wrestler, but, you know, obviously nobody wants to get uh, owned completely by a franchise. So. Yep. Shout out to the Hawks, huge win, and we're going to stay positive and stay optimistic going into this Boston series. This has been episode seven. I am your host, Pat Benson, here with my co-host, Colin Madden, and we will talk to you next time. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.